0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: Every great move of God,
0: the church gave birth to it.
1: Every great move of God, prayers, intercessors, and travailers gave birth to it. It didn't just happen because God willed it. It happened because some would listen to the Spirit of God and others, just like Daniel, stirred himself up to seek God. Notice God didn't do a thing in the world until Daniel stirred himself up. The Bible said he stirred himself up to seek God.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagin wraps up his teaching, The Secret to My Success. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, Let's join Brother Hagin for today's message.
1: That's what he's saying to me. Use it. And that's something you do. Using the divine given instruments. Paul said, I travail. I'm going to travail again. Amen? Until Christ be formed in you. Oh, there is a place in prayer. There is a place in prevailing, travailing prayer. There is a place that we haven't been. There is a place that only a few has gotten into the edge of it. Dr. Summerall said something about this. He said, in my 50 years of ministry, I think three times, I've been over into that area of of travail until I, I didn't think I was going to get back. I, I didn't think I was going to get back. I think that's one thing, and I think Dr. Hicks nailed it down very aptly. It, it's our physical man that fights us, and, and our mind that's not renewed that keeps us out of it. Because, you see, you begin to move over into that realm of the spirit, in that realm of prayer, and, and you actually literally, from the natural, not spiritual, natural, literal, physical standpoint, you, you begin to afraid you're not going to get back. You understand what I mean by that? And yet, what God wants to do, every great move of God, the church gave birth to it. Every great move of God, prayers, intercessors, and travailers gave birth to it. It didn't just happen because God willed it. It happened because Some would listen to the Spirit of God and others just like Daniel stirred himself up to seek God. Notice God didn't do a thing in the world until Daniel stirred himself up. The Bible said he stirred himself up to seek God. You notice the song, the verse that Brother Hicks used both last night and today in the morning service. And the song that that, uh, first Brother Ingle sang, you see here. If my people that are called by my name, if they'll do something. See, so many times we're waiting for God to initiate something because he has a few times, you know. If my people which are called by my name, he's not talking to sinners. I mean, I mean, somebody said, well, he's talking to Israel. Well, yes, that's true. But round right the other hand, it, it, it applies to all ages to God's people. My people which are called by my name, if they'll do something, what? Humble themselves first. Seek my face. I think that's another another way of saying pray and, and, and get over into the realm of intercession and on into travail. See, we're, we're even more enlightened now than they were then. Turn from their wicked ways. I, I, I'll forgive their iniquities. I'll heal their land. Well, he wanted to heal their land all the time, didn't he? I mean, God's a good God. He wants to do good. Why don't he? Because folks won't let him. Why don't he just go ahead and move? If he wants to initiate some great move, why don't he just do it? If he wants to send a revival, why don't he just do it? Well, you have to understand that's not the way God does it. I said, you have to understand that's not the way God does it. I, I can remember this. I- I've been around a few years, you know. You just accidentally stumble up on a few things in 50 years, you know wouldn't have to be too smart, you'd, you'd fall over a few things, nothing else, and learn by that. But I, I can remember during World War II and, and uh, in February of 1943 and, and the winter of 42 and 43, and uh, I was stirred up, I stirred myself up to begin with really just to seek God. We had Primarily, I was a pastor of the assembly of God just down in East Texas, and we had an abundance of tongues and interpretation. That's about all we ever had, any manifestation of the Spirit. If there's any other manifested, I didn't know it. I'd talked to other preachers and pastors. If anything was ever manifested other than, tongue, not even prophecy, tongue interpretation, they didn't know it. And had never seen any of it. I'd seen some of it. I'd had some at my own ministry. But I, I, I just sought the face of God. And we, we was pastor, you know, of a, of a small church. And, and, and the pastors was right close to the church. And, and we didn't have central heat in those days. We'd just come out of the Depression and everything, you know, wages and, and prices were frozen at the, where they were. And, and uh, we just had uh, single heaters in a room, you know. And our bedroom wasn't heated. And we had a heater in the in the living room, and then of course the kitchen stove in the kitchen. That's the only two stoves we had actually. And you could open up the house and turn the heater up in the living room. It'd eventually circulate through these other two bedrooms. Small house, but uh, and so we'd keep the doors closed. We want to keep the bedrooms cool, you know, even in the winter time. cold, but but we kept the fire on just a little bit in the living room all the time. So the living room was always warm. I just turned it down low at night. And night after night, my wife was used to be praying all hours of the night. I got started that way in some way or another, just always have. So it didn't bother her if I wasn't in bed, because cause I, I was up a lot of times praying. And, and I'd go to the living room and just, just just pray this over and over and over. And I couldn't say anything else, it didn't seem like. This. Uh, Lord, uh, made the mightier manifestations. thank God for tongue to interpretation. We're not building that, thank God for it. But but this, this manifestation, this gift or manifestation of faith or special faith and working the miracles and gifts of healings, may they be more in prominence among us. May they come into manifestation. I didn't ask him to use me. That would have been selfish. I could have cared you less whether he used me in any of them or not, long as he did it. Now, if you were praying that he'll use you and you're the one who will be be, it won't be heard because that's selfish. There's a certain amount of human ego there. You, want, you really don't want it to be used just so that folks can be blessed you want to be used so folk can see you and you can bring about what I did and it won't happen it won't happen no care how much you pray but when you get a burden bless God to help others and you'd rather God would use somebody else than to use you in any of these things then you might be used and probably will be that's humbling yourself are you listening to me no, I didn't pray to use me. In fact, I'd rather not. I'd rather he hadn't used me. He did use me limitedly. But I'd rather that he hadn't used me. In fact, I asked him not to. When he did visit me, I said, Lord, give that to somebody else. I don't want it. Give, it, give, give somebody else. But here's what I'm starting to say. I, I got so taken up with that kind of praying that a time or two, I think three times that winter, I woke up. Now, I remember going to bed. See, I was sleeping. But when I came to when I woke up, I was in the living room on my knees by the couch praying that prayer. And I thought to myself, you know, when I, when I woke up, it was coming out of my mouth. I heard myself praying it. And then I thought to myself, how did I get here? Well, I don't remember coming here. How, how did I get in here? I know that I was so taken up with praying that way that I just must have got up in my sleep and went to the living. Three times that way, I woke up in there at 4 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, on the knees of praying. Well, after continually praying that way, not just this week and forgetting it, but day after day, week after week, nearly every night, I'd do it. If I happened to wake up nighttime night I'd, I'd get up and go in there and pray. You see? Because if you try to pray in bed sometimes, it's warm and it's cold, otherwise you'll go back to sleep, so you want to pray for a while. And... and uh, then one day, February 23rd, I-, I prayed five hours and 45 minutes in other tongues and the Lord said to me, and-, and I had one of these, uh, those days, those little pads, real handy, so I just wrote it down. At the close of World War II, there'll come a revival of divine healing to America. Well, now, that was February of 1943. September of 1943, first Monday night of September, I preached a, a rally, young people's rally, First, actually a year later, 1944. And I said to them, let me give you a little insight on something that's going to happen when the war is over. See, the war wasn't over, it's was still in it. Didn't end in 45. See, this is 44, a year ahead of time. And I read to them what the Lord had said to me. Now listen, when I read that, when I said that, I never gave an invitation the church is full, ministers standing around the wall, ministers standing in the back. When I said that, like, like, like some unseen person was directing them, everybody, see, they're sitting down, stood up and run to the altar. Preachers ran down the aisle. Preachers ran and fell in the altar. And I looked back across the room, and all I done just said that. Didn't have any singing, didn't wave my arm, just said it. And I looked back across the crowd, and you'd think he was looking over for a battlefield. Everybody's either, you know, lying on the floor or kneeling on the floor. Wasn't anybody except me, and so I got down (laughs) with him. Glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Well, now, that revival started in 1947. There were two men particular in different parts of the nation that God especially spoke to. Oral Roberts was pastor of a small Pentecostal Holy Church over in Enid, Oklahoma. God spoke to him. Brother Branham up in Indiana, Baptist minister had been baptized. The Holy Ghost spoke with a tongue. An angel appeared to him. And they sort of spearheaded the healing revival until all over America. I had evangelists say to me, I never prayed for the sick in my life. I mean older people, men and and women in their 60s. Never had healing meetings in my life. I've been in the ministry 40 years. Getting people saved, singing, giving altar calls, getting people saved. Never had a healing service in 40 years. But I started having a healing service. See, it couldn't have been their faith. It was a wave. It was, they got on the wave and started riding it. Said to my utter amazement, people just started getting healed everywhere. I said, it's the easiest thing in the world to get people healed. Well, one lady evangelist told me, I don't know, I think she's 60 or 62 or three at the time. Been in the ministry, you know, for over 40 years. Never prayed. Before. Said, blind woman, instantly healed. Just, 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 just popped open like that. Said, I just went home to me. Said, dear God, we ought to have been doing this, I guess. But what happened to them? They didn't even know what happened. They just got on that wave that the rest of us prayed in and started riding it. We gave birth to that.
0: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's three DVD set, Love the Way to Victory. We're also offering Lynette Hagan's slimline book, Peace. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagen's book entitled, Where is God in My Storm? All these items at the special price of $45. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org.
1: Rama Bible Training College enrolling for spring 2024. Can you believe that's hard to say that? Yes. Two zero two four. I know. Whoa. Starts in January, so go to rbtc.org/apply and you can apply to Rama.
0: Monday, we'll start a new and powerful teaching from the Rama archives. That's next week on Rama for today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.